Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Philadelphia's Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, three Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Dom time. Now, Dom Giordano. Hey, it is Dom time. Welcome in our eye on this uh, historic pro-Israel rally on the National Mall. Looks like it could be close to 100,000 people. Also, the Trump trial continues in New York. Not exactly anything of note happening there, per se. But over here in Springfield, Springfield, Montgomery County, I told you about this big win because it's not just about this smallish town, but it's about the mentality uh, that's out there when it comes to the Constitution. Now, I had on the president of their council, Springfield Township, and I just asked him, I mean, your lawyers really look at this? You know, I'm not a constitutional scholar like our guest, and it's always great to have Wally Zim along in the bullpen. But this seems clearly to be a massive overreach, seems to be discriminatory, and it seems like you just don't trust and maybe even hate the cops. Well, the judge didn't say all those things, but they did enjoin Springfield not to engage in this. Let's bring in constitutional attorney extraordinaire. And the attorney uh, for the thin blue line here in the constitutional principles, Wally Zimalong. Wally, con- congratulations again. Well, thanks for having me on, as always, Dom. And yeah, thanks for the congratulations. It's a tremendous win for the First Amendment, the Constitution, and really uh, for the cops. Yeah, so let's uh, talk about uh, the breakdown of how the judge uh, looked at this. As I said, the thing that I thought about it early on, this is viewpoint specific, and it is not the little I knew with Pickering and these other Supreme Court cases, Wally. It certainly didn't rise to a direct level here where someone was touting something directly racist or anything like that. Yeah, if there's something consistent in the First Amendment line of cases from the Supreme Court, is that the government cannot engage in viewpoint discrimination. The government cannot censor speech that it disagrees with or otherwise finds offensive. That's why uh, flag burning is allowed. That's why there's protest and support of Israel that are allowed. That's why uh, people are uh, unfortunately allowed to burn crosses. Uh, 
um, you have this divergent um, divergence of views, but they're all allowed because the Constitution, the First Amendment of the Constitution, protects against viewpoint discrimination. Uh, and I think it, as you pointed out, Dom, it's this one's sort of common sense. I mean, you could take anybody in a fourth grade civics class and uh, he or she will be able to tell you this violates the First Amendment, if you know anything about the First Amendment, because they banned one flag and one flag only, and they were very express about why they were banning that flag, and something they never hid from, uh, quite surprisingly, um, uh, in their arguments or in their presentations to the court at any time. That only makes it worse. I mean, the, the clear definition of it, you're going down a path, all right, it's one flag here and all the rest, but their reason of getting at the police with this. So is there nothing in there, though, uh, these uh, township employees, that doesn't carry a greater weight because you're a township employee, that your speech then has to be a bit more limited because it looks like you're speaking for the township? There are circumstances when a township can limit the speech of an employee. This isn't one of them. And the reason is this concerned a what's called a prior restraint of speech. This was a resolution that said you can't engage in the speech now or into the future. And even in those cases, the courts have been clear that you, you, you can't regulate speech of an employee based upon the viewpoint. And to take it a step further, if you're going to pass a regulation that bans all current and future speech, you have to have a direct and material reason for it. It can't just be because you think it's a good idea. You have to point to some uh, real disruption, not merely conjectural disruption, in township services. Remarkably here, we deposed the township manager who point blank said he was unaware of any disruptions, any issues with the police department, any disputes between employees, or even any complaints from any township employee about the thin blue line flag. So this was all about, this was all about ideology. This was all about virtue signaling and um, all about just thumbing their nose at the First Amendment. Uh, Wally, I mean, I know you can't give us exact figures, but speculation. I mean, shouldn't other places, at least here in Pennsylvania now, realize it's got to be costly, even if you have someone on retainer. Those are taxpayer dollars. You go down this road. I don't want to impugn or drag you into it, but I got to say, when I went over there and heard the town council and everything else, the little bit that I still retain from law school, I'm saying to myself, this is just that you haven't looked at this. You've rushed to judgment because of there was an ideological group that I witnessed there pressuring. And this is not going to win unless you're counting on these cops not to have first uh, flight uh, legal representation like you. And I think this was statewide with the lodges across Pennsylvania. In other words, you got to be kidding me. If someone skilled goes after this, you're going to lose. And these are expensive things to go through. Yeah, I also I think it goes without mentioning that it required the courage of the police officers to come forward, the willing to challenge this thing and okay. put their names to the lawsuit. So so credit to them as well. But, yeah, the other shoe to drop here is what will be filed shortly is our request for attorney's fees and costs. When a municipality violates the United States Constitution, the statute that we sue under uh, permits the award of attorney's fees and costs to the prevailing party. Clearly, we're the prevailing party here. So you have those costs, which I'll say are significant, which are in excess of well in excess of six figures, plus the cost of the township that the township incurred in drafting this resolution and defending the resolution. 
a, a resolution that clearly was unconstitutional on its face, even from the outset, yet the, the township remarkably doubled and tripled down and really ferociously defended this, uh, this resolution, even when it was clear that, that, that it was not going to survive a challenge. Uh, and, and I think uh, uh, the other byproduct of it was, unfortunately, maligned the police department in the in the process. I'm not sure that was the best litigation strategy on it. Well, well that, I mean, let me let me drill down on that. So when I'm there at, at the town meeting and they started bringing this stuff up, they did exactly what you're talking about. They put these people up who uh, they had this problem with the cops and or whatever. And yet the record, I'm amazed by it. It's it's not notorious. It's not known for problems with the police. There's never been a big incident there. There was some little thing over a parking dispute. And I'm sitting there saying, how in the world are you going to keep goodwill with these cops? You know what it was like, Wally? It was like salary arbitration where the player doesn't go in with the lawyer because the team is going to say some bad stuff about them because of all the money involved. Whether it's true or not, they're going to try to do that so that they don't have to pay as much. And you don't want to do that because it, it, it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Here it was with the cops publicly. Yeah, you know, in, even in the resolution itself, it referred to the Springfield Township uh, Police Department as well-respected, as it, as it should have. But through the course of the litigation, uh, they smeared these police officers as, as outright racists. Uh, in their uh, opposition to our motion for summary judgment, they did not refer to our clients desiring to wish, uh, desiring and wishing to display the thin blue line American flag, which is a, a symbol that, uh, that shows support for law enforcement. They said they wanted to display a racist and hate symbol. They then uh, tried to introduce a study that claimed that there were racist hiring practices in the police department and that the police department engaged in racial profiling. Outrageous claims lacking any support whatsoever, and, you know, if that were true, they should be calling the Department of Justice. Uh, these aren't true. And, and, I, and it was a, a shame that the township engaged in a litigation strategy that just didn't stick to the merits of what they believed to be the constitutionality of this resolution. They had to smear the police department uh, in the process. Maybe that's why they did it, because they knew that they had no meritorious support for the resolution, so that the only way uh, that they, they could come out victorious was to extract the pound of fresh flesh. Uh, unfortunate, um, not the way you, you, you want to see things go down, but that's the choice the, the, the commissioners in the uh, township of uh, Springfield made. Wally, does this have legs? And I know it's hard to say any township out there in Pennsylvania could still go down this path. And I remember at the town meeting, they were throwing this nebulous theory out there. Well, no, that's not what the thin blue line means. These police officers know, and I forget the exact mythology behind it, that it was some alternate symbol, and racists know that, and that's why they're putting it up. Yeah, this notion that the symbol had dual meaning yes. uh, is complete, it's complete nonsense. I mean, one of the arguments that we made was, all you could, you could take this ordinance, replace a Trump sign with a thin blue uh, line flag uh, for the lit, thin blue line flag, and you have an identical ordinance. People think Trump's a racist. People think Trump's a Nazi. People think people that support Trump are, are Nazi. People think, uh, all, I, you know where I'm going with that. He's an insurrectionist. They could have used those same justifications to ban displays of support um, for political candidates, such as President Trump. 
Um, so, you know, this whole concept that there's some justification because it has dual meaning, every symbol has dual meaning. I mean, the Christian cross may have dual meaning. It may be offensive to certain people, but no one's yet tried to ban the Christian cross. The, the Star of David has dual meaning, but and may find be offensive to cer- certain people. We see that now. There's there's certain people that have hostility towards it. Uh, the pro Hamas crowd, and all you would need to do to ban those uh, those symbols that have dual meaning was to engage in the same logic that the township of Springfield did here. Um, so we're we were very happy with the decision uh, by the district court because it sends a message, uh, whether it be to other municipalities or other government actors at all levels, that you can't engage in this type of conduct. No, absolutely. Well, I'm just glad uh, instantly when they got you through your FOP contacts, they knew about you, et cetera. I thought this is going to take a while. What the, This was like in January, wasn't it, when some of this started? Right. Yeah, the, the resolution was passed in January. Two weeks later, we moved for a preliminary injunction, um, which the township agreed on stipulation to enter. So the, there was a preliminary injunction by agreement that prevented the township for, from enforcing or implementing the resolution. And then the case matriculated to summary judgment, and we received a decision yesterday. Amazing. A great work, as always. Uh, you know, I told listeners before you came on, during COVID, the work that you did around issues like this. It's just sad. It takes so much money and so long to do it, when obviously, when I'm sitting in there, I'm thinking it's like Bull Connor are these cops, and and. Wally, the cops' wives were all in a group of like eight or ten of them there, and they were seething as this stuff happened. And there were two or three people on this council, and then the people they got up to testify. And look, I live only a couple miles away from that. I know the area really well. I've never heard anything like this in Springfield Township. Yeah, I mean, these men and women, whether it be on the Springfield Township Police Department and all the police departments, put their lives on the line every single day. They would not hesitate to put their body between yourself and a shooter, to put themselves between a shooter and your children. And to just see them aligned like this was, it's really deplorable. It really is. But ultimately we were uh, victorious where it matters, which is in, uh, in the courts. And um, we had the last word on whether or not what the uh, Springfield Township commissioners did was acceptable and the court said it wasn't what are you working on now after this uh, what are you moving on you still working with the stephen miller group we are we had actually uh, about three minutes after we got the order in the springfield township uh, pva and fop case we got an order from the middle district of pennsylvania which was a resounding victory for parental rights so you had you know just as you have these runaway municipalities you have these runaway school districts that that trample over uh, whether or not parents can opt children out of certain curriculum that they find objectionable. And in that case, uh, we, we had a great, another great victory in federal court. So it came one after the other. So today was a, you know, a really good day for, for a lot of the cases that we've been bringing. Well, we thank you so much. Keep me in the loop. Anytime you want to come on, we're here. Okay, Tom. Take care. All right. There is just a great asset. This is the type of stuff over the course of the years you collect. Now, I want to get your reaction on You heard what he said. What the heck was going on out there? Well, I went to their town council and some of the people there, just obnoxious, cop haters. How in the suburbs and how do they prod a town council suddenly to go after cops where there's no record of anything in the world like this? They did it. It's out here right in our suburbs.
And he's right. These cops put their lives on the line every day. They're impugned by this. Their wives are there with them. All over what? What's the evidence? They didn't present any. They wanted it. The progressive mob is in the suburbs. It's a bedroom community of Philadelphia. It's all it is. God. Bethlehem Pike, make a right there. What in the world propelled this? And the guy that was the president, we had him on. We did an extensive half hour with him, took calls and everything. His dad was a big police official in Philadelphia. Nice enough guy, but he went along with uh, the NAACP and others who drove this. Based on what? And this idea constantly, oh, no, we know what that thin blue line is. No, that thin blue line is such an apt symbol. It's the thing as tattered as it gets at times because of the small numbers that keeps us alive in places like Krasnerland. It's the thing that hopefully uh, keeps us going at the national level. But it's under fire. This was a classic case of this. There was no shot at winning this. Why do it? They got caught up in it. They got caught up in their cop hatred. They started to create a fantasy land. Oh, my God. It's Macon County Line. It's uh, Deep South over there on Bethlehem Pike. 855-839-1210. I'd love to get your reaction to it. Big win on this. AT&T and Verizon Wireless. All you have to do is just push pound 1210. We got the side question going. Uh, Pop culture figure or think something pop culture that will be relevant 50 years from now or so. Coming off, uh, today is the anniversary of the publishing of Moby Dick. 855-839-1210. That's uh, how you get on board. And this um, pro-Israel rally is refreshing to see on a weekday to get upwards. Now the battle's already underway. Was there 100,000 people there or not? It's a heck of a lot of people that are there. Uh, Even Van Jones spoke. Where are Biden? Where are Kamala Harris? Hey, vice president, couldn't say a word or two supporting, saying, yes, of course we support Israel. And the big uh, thing out there now, uh, let me play you President Biden on this. He was asked yesterday, uh, and I I saw a a, a good uh, analogy to this. Let me play you what he said about what Israel should do since Hamas put their headquarters right under the hospital. Uh, the Gaza Hospital, that's one of their major headquarters, their command post. Guys, that's cut 12. Here's what Biden said about that. Cut 12. Have you urged Israel to take any specific precautions on the hospitals in Gaza? The hospital in Gaza, Kelly was asked. Have you expressed any specific concerns to Israel on that, sir? Well, uh, you know, I uh, have not been reluctant in expressing my concerns what's going on. Um, and it's my hope and expectation that uh, there will be uh, less intrusive action relative to the hospital. Uh, we're in contact and we're with, uh, with the Israelis. Also, there is an effort to uh, uh, take this pause to deal with the release of prisoners. All right, that's and enough that's there. So, so Israel well. has to be with this hospital. Uh, somebody today said on Twitter, you know what? That's, um, that's reminiscent of the idea you're up on the roof 
or you're putting up on a ladder Christmas lights and your wife says, be careful, be careful there. Yeah, well, then maybe we shouldn't be putting up Christmas lights on the roof or up on a ladder. Let's not do it. What the heck is Israel supposed to do here with these savages? They have hostages, babies. They're in a hospital, under a hospital. And their command post, at least one of their major ones, is extensively in a tunnel underneath there. Well, just let them go. If they, if they do that, if they shelter themselves with enough other innocent humans, they have to be allowed to remain alive. What are you going to do? I think you still have to take them out. It's a pretty clear choice to me because we don't want them to do it again. So you do it as carefully as humanly possible. What does that mean? Well, it means that uh, this has to be more close-in fighting probably. But some innocents will be harmed. Hopefully minimal, but some will be. But the ultimate goal to stop evil demands that you have to do it. That's how I see it. All right, it's 855-839-1210. That's how you get in. Grab a line with Dom on Talk Radio 1210. All right, good Tuesday, everyone. Dom Giordano program. Let's go to uh, Wally Zimelon. That was uh, wonderful stuff. Shame. Springfield Township, that town. I think some of them have quit as a result of that. It was just a mob that got control, and they wanted to go after the cops, as most of these places do. Seething. The cops. As I said, you would think you were down south in the 60s with Bull Connor and stuff like that. Springfield Township? What are you talking about? Yeah. Now let's see if any of these other progressive towns are taken over by these activists in the suburbs. Let's see if they pop up and they haven't gotten the message here. You're going to lose. And you're going to pay big time. Plus... Why antagonize the police in this manner that this cockamamie mythology of this one guy out there? Oh, we know exactly what the thin blue line means. It doesn't mean what you think it does, Dom. It's just a racist subterfuge. Now, I know exactly what it means. It's a bunch of cops saying, we're sick and tired of putting our lives on the line. We're the only thing that stands between you and lawlessness. And there are not enough of us, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And you're spinning it? That this is really like a racist secret society here with those police there? Where's the evidence? Well, what universe are you in? Go back to Philadelphia. Stop messing up the suburbs. Come to Philadelphia and I'll deal with you more directly here. God. All right, let's go to Peggy in L.A. on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Peggy, afternoon. Thank you. Thank you. Stage name here. Uh, I heard something a few years ago, um, I was listening online to the Los Angeles Unified School District um, Board of Education meeting. Mm-hmm. And one after another, they sounded young, so I'm presuming they were students. They were stating about how the police had abused a certain race. I, I seem to remember a few of them might have said racist, but... Whatever the case is, it was like rote. And I thought, this sounds like these students were put up to this. Um, $25 million came off of the budget for that school district. And to the best of my knowledge, there are no school police now on school campuses. 
And when I heard the constitutional attorney, I'm thinking to myself, what entity is putting up these barriers towards law enforcement for county, for school districts? Well, uh, thank you, Peggy. Look, uh, George Soros is one of the figures. Now, I don't think George Soros had anything to do with Springfield Township. I went there. I'm not behind this desk all day. I'm out there. I went to their town council meeting. We had the Presidente on. I saw the NAACP guy. And there was just enough of a gaggle of activists. And I I taped some of them. We can't find it. When Dan's back tomorrow, he'll remember the name. And it was hilarious, the stuff they were saying to me as I was interviewing them in front of the town council meeting. Like, was I going to hog all the time and speak there tonight? No, I hadn't thought about it, but now that you mention it, no, it is, it's not that. Soros is involved in a lot of stuff. It's in some of these towns that are small enough where these activist types, particularly these women that were activists, uh, we even had one of them on. Their defense is, well, you don't live here every day. What? Don't you think we would have heard about this with the Springfield Township Police, Bethlehem Pike, Flower Town? Think Flower Town. That's, that's where this is, too, in that general area. Give me a break. No, what this was about was exactly that. And they bought into this line that somehow or another, well, Villanova. Remember we talked about this? Villanova had the Special Olympics run. So you run as a team and you carry a flag. It happened right around the time of this. And they would not let any more. The students were terrorized, they said, because one police department had a flag that said the thin blue line. They were terrified of it. They were triggered. Why? Well, they knew exactly what that meant. Let me squeeze Robert and Ben Salem here on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Robert, welcome in. Hey, Don. It's good to talk to you. Same here. Um, this isn't nothing new. The, the teachers and the unions have been using kids for their political agenda for years. You'll recall back in the days when they used to take them out to Harrisburg every time their contract came up. Yeah. I mean, it's like they use them, they use them like defensive shields or something to advance their agenda, and it's really disgusting, and I'm glad to see that this um, Springfield Township matter uh, resolved itself in a well, way that us normal yeah. people are happy with. And let me know? say this. I think you're living in the one of the capitals in the suburbs. I'm going to be on a, a tour I was talking about today. I want to go to normal land, Ben Salem, based upon the mayor, the police commissioner, and you, as kind of every time you call in from there, strikes me as very normal day to day. Uh, yeah, I don't know how we're holding on to that, too, Don. You know, when you look at where we're located. But, uh, yeah, I like it here, man. And that's all I have to say about it. I'm happy with everybody here. I'm even happy. Like, even a lot of the Democrats are normal up here, you know? It's, it's, it's kind must of cool. Be the ca- it must be the casinos. <laughs> the casinos are spilling over. <laughs> um, uh, one question. Why can't they fill them tunnels over in Gaza with um, hail on and just knock everybody out and clean it out at their leisure? I don't ah, understand. Uh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, that way they wouldn't kill the hostages. Yeah, well, you know right. what? It, you know what it is. Just a theory. No matter what you do, that's safe, and what you're talking about, not killing someone, that type of gas. Uh, they're going to be saying, "Oh, the irony of gas chambers and gas tunnels with oh, Israel." Geez. You know what I mean? The propaganda. Oh, you know it. 
Oh, uh, yeah, you're so right. <laughs> yeah, but it's a good look, idea. Look yeah. Look, look at the mindlessness we're dealing with. Um, I mean, yeah. I never thought I'd see this, but I, I'll get right to it, man. Um, I'm going to go with the Terminator character because I think with technology and the way things are going, that's going to be an ongoing character, and it'll always harken back to Arnold Schwarzenegger. So I'll say Arnold Schwarzenegger's Terminator is my answer. That is a great one. Now, of course, you it's the second, one, right? the second Terminator, right? That's the... Uh, the first one's pretty good. The second, oh, I can go and watch it right now. Well, as long as he doesn't start questioning his gender and yes. caring about climate change, I'll keep watching. Thank you, Robert. <laughs> great, great call. The Terminator's very good. All right, we're going to talk with uh, Greg Jarrett. Uh, he's got another new book out, The Constitution of the United States and Other Patriotic Documents from Fox News Channel 2. And we'll talk with him a little bit, too, about President Trump and all these indictments. 855-839-1210. Oh, first, let me tell you about Dr. Benz. How many healthcare providers do you know who scheduled downtime in their offices for team training? Not many, but my good friend and board-certified prosthodontist, Dr. Robert Benz does, because he wants to ensure that he and his staff are well-versed in all the latest technology. So when he invests in new state-of-the-art equipment for his patients, he can rest assured that he and his staff can maximize the performance of the new technology. One of the latest investments, the Trios 5 scanner. Amazing design, incredible. What this does, it reduces the potential for patients gagging or experiencing discomfort when they're taking the impression, the impression of your teeth. Now, that is really providing patient comfort. That's what they do. It's a well-oiled machine, the 3D printer, great fit, great convenience. It's all in-house. It's all right there. He's in charge of everything. Visit them at BentsDentalGroup.com, B-E-N-T-Z, DentalGroup.com, or call 610-242-6949. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, one of our uh, favorites with us today, Greg Jarrett, brand new book, The Constitution of the United States and Other Patriotic uh, Documents. Kindle edition by uh, Greg Jarrett, the Politics and Social Science Kindle books. Let's go to uh, Greg Jarrett here on Talk Radio 1210. Greg, uh, welcome back. So is this book in um, 
hardback or is it uh, Kindle? Oh, yeah, it's in hardback, Okay, uh, available in bookstores nationwide today. You can order it online as well. And it's, Dom, really a tribute to the many patriots who made America great, uh, a luminous beacon of hope for liberty and prosperity and justice throughout the world. You can read uh, the most important documents, the speeches, the many letters which changed the course of history, the inspiring words, the galvanizing ideas, all of it shaped America, our virtues, aspirations, and ideals. Without a doubt, I'm looking here to, of course, you have Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech, but Ronald Reagan's Berlin Wall speech, and a lot of his advisors allegedly didn't told him, don't say it, don't say tear down that wall. You don't want to say that. That's the whole deal. Yeah. But he had the integrity, the fortitude, and the self-confidence to know that he was right, which is what made him such a masterful orator. And of course, not only did the wall come tumbling down, uh, but a couple of years later, along with it, the Soviet empire, and it was really Reagan who won the Cold War. And his brilliant speech is verbatim, in the book, and we talk about, you know, its importance. Well, these choices are like the Mount Rushmore. Frederick Douglass's July 4th speech, Abraham Lincoln's second inaugural, Martin Luther King Jr., I Have a, a Dream, and Reagan. Uh, you didn't have to think too much on that. You were moving pretty quickly on that part of the book, I would think. Yeah, I, I really was. And, you know, one of the things that I found was you really couldn't find a copy of the Constitution not printed overseas, not sort of filled with Hillary Clinton speeches and and not hobbled right. by uh, a quibbling about our history. Um, you know, I looked around for it, didn't find it, so I decided to do it myself, a patriotic, American-made selection of our greatest documents. And I don't promote an agenda. Um it contains conservative documents, some liberal ones as well, but basically this book is a philosophically patriotic tribute uh, to our great Americans. I would say a great Christmas present, too, for anybody to have it on their shelf for a handy look. They want to be inspired or just look up something that we're talking about here, uh, Greg. Uh, it, that's where it should be. Yeah, I, I, I agree. It is a unique collector's edition. Uh, the writing speeches, letters of our founders, their successors throughout 250 years. I carefully selected them. I explained them, the important promises, the navigating principles that really shaped our nation. You can read it in full. Uh, and, you know, the American experiment had its genesis in the power of words and ideas, and they're all in this book. Absolutely. Uh, Let me turn to you now, the Constitution and all these noble sentiments. Uh, You're in New York, I presume, out there, Fox News Channel, Greg, and you have a case where there's no victim, this first case with Trump, the fraud case, in which we're really making it up. I mean, at least in these other cases, I understand the argument, even if I differ in the end and don't think the evidence is there in at least three of them. The documents case might be the one where we see some technical stuff. But uh, give me your sense of how you read. I know it's hard with this judge and this attorney general, 
What is the repercussion going to be for Trump since the case is already decided? Well, you know, judging Gorn's behavior on the bench uh, in the fraud trial has been bizarre. It's riven with bias. He seems in love with the intention, yes. uh, mugging for the cameras. His valuation of Mar-a-Lago is utterly laughable. Um, and it's abundantly clear he's going to rule against the Trump organization and the Trump family. The good news for them is I really doubt that any of it will ever stand up on appeal because the state brought this case and the judge egged them on based on a bizarre executive law that's a consumer protection statute, and it completely undermines more than a century of common law, which requires proof of an intent to deceive in fraud cases. And it also violates the constitutional constitution. It, it penalizes incorrect commercial speech, which the First Amendment absolutely protects. You know, Letitia James is arguing, I can take away anybody's business if they happen to misstate without intent assets used to secure loans. I don't think higher courts will see it that way. Yeah. What's the line there? I mean, come on. Everybody in the world sees it that way. The grandiose, whatever, what I think my house should be valued at or business. It's all part of it. It's the buyer beware, particularly... Uh, Greg, I would think when you're dealing with big companies here that have the bean counters extraordinaire, it's their job to push back and say what they value it for. That's correct. And in fact, the banks that lent the money, um, they double-checked Trump's valuation. They conducted their own due diligence. They retained outside separate experts who in the end agreed with the Trump financials and loaned the money. And, of course, the banks profited by more than $100 million. So who's been harmed here? The answer is no one. There's no concrete injury to any individual or entity which consumer protection laws like this one require. And yet they've tossed that out along with a fair trial and due process. Let's look at the other four, if you would, for a moment with you, Greg. Just kind of a status report. Anything intriguing, anything different from the last few times we've talked about any of those cases and where they're headed? Well, the two local cases by Alvin Bragg in New York and Fannie Willis in Georgia are, in my judgment, ludicrous. Um, And I don't think they'll stand up either under uh, scrutiny of review. Um, Now, the other two cases, the J-6 federal case in Washington, classified documents case in Florida, Trump has viable, valid legal defenses. So we'll have to see how that plays out. But again, when a higher court takes a look at it in the event of convictions, I think they might take a very dim view of the special counsel's case, which appears to be yet another example of a politically driven persecution under the guise of a prosecution. Yeah, well put. That is, sounds like the Ted There could be more books out there. So is your read, mine is technically at least, practicing without my license here, the, uh, the documents case, 
is where there's some evidence of something technical back and forth. The January 6th thing, Greg, I don't know how you can be convicted of insurrection when nobody's been charged with insurrection out of those thousands of people that were charged and convicted. Well, and, you know, if you take a look at Trump's participation, particularly his speech, where he uh, encourages uh, the audience to behave peacefully, but let their voices Mm -hmm. be heard. He wasn't encouraging imminent acts of violence or property damage, which is what the law requires. So, you know, it's a stretch to say, well, you have to look at the subtext of what he was saying. Uh, you know, uh, mo- almost everything he did is is protected by the First Amendment in that case. Absolutely. Uh, the book, The Constitution of the United States and Other Patriotic Documents by Greg Jarrett, available all over the place. Any better place uh, that, that people should go? In bookstores and yeah, online? You know, I mean, I, you can go to harpercollins.com, our publisher. Um, they can get it to you right away. Amazon.com, all the usual places. Or just uh, run over to Barnes & Noble and, uh, or any other bookstore near you and pick up a copy of it. It's, uh, it's there today nationwide. Thank you, Greg. Thanks, as always. My pleasure, Tom. Good talking to you. All right, Greg Jarrett, a lot of uh, where we are with these Trump cases. Uh, 855-839-1210, AT&T and Verizon Wireless. Just push pound 1210. All right. Um, Got the side question uh, going on here. You heard what he said around President Trump. I didn't want to forget this, too. I wrote it down during the break. Uh, Jim Harbaugh, uh, with all of his troubles, even though I don't get it fully about the sign stealing, the coach in Michigan, uh, just came out and said, well, Michigan is now America's team. I don't think people in Philadelphia want the Eagles to be America's team. They want them to be Philadelphia's team, the Cowboys, America's team, Michigan, America's team. Just the outrage. Come on, Michigan. I I, I hate Michigan. Yeah, it's it's, standard. Yeah, suddenly Michigan is America's team. If anybody, it's going to be someone who's been winning, like Alabama or Georgia. Yeah, they they should have laid claim to it. But this is the new claim, I guess, as a defense uh, around this. Uh, this rally in Washington on the National Mall is unbelievable. Uh, they piped in the president of Israel, not Netanyahu, but Herzog, speaking from the Western Wall. If you ever have a chance to go to Israel, the Western Wall is incredibly significant, moving, particularly the prayers and the wishes that people uh, leave there. So it looks like a big success today in Washington. But I'm looking at the White House uh, right there in the area, and the president and vice president were too busy, and none of them to deign uh, to uh, be there, to be uh, supportive. All right, let's go to uh, Joe in Exton. Joe, welcome in as always. Uh, Yes, hello, Dom. And um, my entity... Of enjoying fame is uh, the Pope. The uh, papacy in the person of one man has endured from medieval times to the present. Let let me uh, argue, Joe, just somewhat in fun, too, though. Pope Francis is pushing that, Joe, that we're going to survive this papacy. You're right. It is uh, uh, something that I don't know if it's pop culture exactly, but you're right. Uh, Given how many hundreds of years, thousands of years, 
Have we had the papacy? Yeah, um, this pope, he's um, he's a leftist from South America. And he, um, he makes a declaration every now and then to let the world know that he's alive. Thank you, Joe. Joe, uh, taking after uh, Pope Francis today, uh, big time here. All right, 855-839-1210. You get on board. More on the side question uh, coming up. Uh, a little bit more, too, on what we know coming off the Trump fraud trial. I think Greg Jarrett broke it down there. There's your synopsis right there. Where's the crime? People are grandiose about this. It's business. What is excessive about this? It rises to that level. Nothing. And all it does is inflate the idea that Trump is being martyred and it's going to continue. God knows if they have other potential cases to be brought out there. But 91 indictments, I think he's going to be convicted on something, yet that'll be on appeal. And that appeal will continue through the election cycle, at least through the nomination cycle, et cetera. Anything can happen in this. Uh, Coming up, I'll give you a little bit more, too, on the uh, third party. Uh, RFK Jr., people are really beating the drums for him. They must think he's taken away from Trump. I'll give you the list of alleged athletic legends that have endorsed RFK Jr. It's not exactly, you know, the endorsers of the universe. Yeah, you know, one of them I kind of like, but I mean, these are kind of low ranking, to put it mildly. One, some kind of Olympic guy, even I don't know. Another only made the Green Bay Packers Hall of Fame, not a Hall of Famer. They say Hall of Famer, Green Bay Packers Hall of Fame. And I'll give you the other, who is a Hall of Famer, but my God, that guy? Hey, it's so important to make sure our families have the essentials, food, shelter, and of course, clean drinking water. A lot of news about drinking water these days. Just do what I did. Count on Martin Water Conditioning to secure your family's drinking water. The Connecticut system removes all the impurities from your water. What comes out of the tap? Crystal clear, all-natural water. Not only is it the best tasting water ever, it provides peace of mind knowing that your family's water is pure and clean. The Martin Water Conditioning family is passionate about water. They'll put their 46 years of experience to work for you. Their customer service, attention to detail are incredible. I know Dwayne came to the house. They live to show you what they're doing, and that makes you feel really good about the choice that you make here. They have all kinds of solutions that'll make sense for you. Just contact Martin Water Conditioning and mention Dom, D O M, 2023 to receive an exclusive offer. That's Dom, D O M, 2023. Click on martinwater.com or call 800 887 7555. 800 887 7555. Dom Giordano Show, welcome in. Coming up, we're going to talk with, uh, and I first uh, had uh, Scott Presler on when he started these cleanup campaigns. I remember one in Philadelphia. It was on a Sunday. The big one, the first one, was in Baltimore. These blue cities that are just filthy. One of the things that uh, Sherelle Parker, who's on the show tomorrow and is now the mayor, mayor-elect, I think at 1 o'clock we have that booked, is uh, adamant about. She's also asked people to send a suggestion, something you'd like to see done in Philadelphia. I'm going to ask that after we talk with Scott. I'm going to ask Scott, in fact, about that. 
uh, coming up since he has a pretty good amount of experience. But right now, he is very much involved and did a great job here in Pennsylvania during the last election, particularly in Allegheny County. But he's got a lot of things to say about what Republicans need to do. And I would bet on this guy more than the current leadership, also Ethan Corumbus, uh, who uh, we talked about what he said Democrats did. Imagine, after all their mail-in ballot success, as people were at the polls last Tuesday, a week ago, as they left from voting, self-described Democrats, they got them to start to fill out the mail-in ballot process to get their mail-in ballot. They know there's a 90% chance when they do, they're going to bank it, they're going to put it in even before the election. And they can count it, they can know who to go after and all that. Why are Republicans not doing this? I mean, we ask this all the time. It's infuriating. Well, here's a guy asking the same thing, but actually doing with success. He'll lay it out and let him go and just tell you chapter and verse of where this needs to go. And that's where we have to put pressure. I mean, it's a bad vehicle, the Republican Party in Pennsylvania, but it's the only vehicle we have other than activists like Scott. He's next. Here's how you get in on the side question. 855-839-1210. Tom Giordano. Weekdays 9 till noon. On Talk Radio 1210. WPHT. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.